Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. How's it going? This is episode number 137. Hello, hello. Thank you for coming back, my friends. Thank you for bringing your buttocks back to the show. Folks, listen. I had a conversation with somebody. And I had to school them on what was going down. Because they were saying to me, you know, I try to make the same things at home when I cook that the restaurant makes and it just tastes better at the restaurant. They must really be highly skilled and quadruple skilled and double skilled and incredible skilled, right? And in some cases, that's true. In some cases, it's true. But in a lot of cases, it is just not. It's psychological or so I thought. I remember going to a hot dog cart and this guy was, every time I saw him, he was talking, hello, it's Anthony, have another hot dog, my friend. My hot dogs are the best hot dogs in whatever city that was at the time. Oh, they're the best. My hot, no one can beat my hot dogs. They're the greatest hot dogs of all time. The greatest incredible quadruple and head of incredible hot dogs. The greatest, the greatest, incredible, incredible. Right? And I bought into the hype. And I liked the guy. Pleasant personality. And I liked to support small businesses. And he had been there for a long period of time. We had pleasant conversations. And I always would buy something from him, right? And I buy the hot dog. Say, hey, this is a great hot dog. Fantastic. It's the greatest, incredible hot dog. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, that guy must be doing something special. He must have some special ingredients, some quadruple ingredients and incredible ingredients that make his hot dog better than the greatest hot dogs. It's incredibly greatest. And then one day, yeah, I'm in the supermarket at a time when I'm normally not in the supermarket. Yeah. And what do I see? I see the guy talking about his special hot dogs and how double incredibly incredible quadruple incredible they are buying the same hot dogs that I buy for my house and the same rolls and the same condiments. He was literally making exactly the same hot dog that I was paying more for that I was making at my home, which means they couldn't taste different because they were literally all the exact same products. So I realized I had psyched myself up into thinking that the hot dog that this guy made was some double incredible, incredible hot dog. I didn't even want any hot dogs, and I didn't let that punk see me. So I went and bought some of the same stuff for my house, right? And I went home. Then I went out, and I bought a hot dog, and I brought it back. And I set it on the counter, and I put it in, uh, wrapped it up. And then I made a hot dog, right? And then I put them inside of a container and I spun it around a whole bunch of times until I couldn't tell which one was which. Yeah, I went that far. I do that sometimes. Shut up. Don't judge me. Back to me. Right? I open up the Lazy Susan. I don't know which hot dog is which because they were wrapped up exactly the same. And I situated the hot dog that I made exactly the same. I bit hot dog number one. Ate it. It was a good hot dog. And I bit the hot dog number two. And guess what? They tasted exactly the same. It was psychological. He was so emphatic about how great his food was that he actually tricked me into thinking that crap tastes better. How dare you, you hot dog cart. 
But I had to think about it. And I realized that as someone who's done comedy for a long period of time and who started doing it as a 17 year old and who has worked in a bunch of bars and nightclubs and strip clubs and places like that. I do know some people who've been chefs and cooks and I do know for a fact, my friends, that when they buy their products, the products they get at the soup, uh, I'm sorry, at the, at the restaurants are better products than the stuff you buy at the supermarket. I'm telling you it's the truth. You ever have a hoagie or a cheesesteak or a sandwich from a real sandwich shop? They're not buying a crap we get at the supermarket. Oh, no, they're not. I worked in a restaurant and I knew the guy who was a chef and a cook. And I said, hey, man, tell me the truth. I made you told me what ingredients were in the sandwich. I went home and made the same sandwich. And the best I could do was about 40 percent as good as your sandwich. And I did exactly what you told me to do. Tell the truth, sucker. It's not just the skill, which you did improve my skill level legitimately. You have better products than we do, don't you? And he goes, of course not. <laughs> Until the dishwashers left. And they walked out. And he walked up to the door. And he put a chair under the knob. And he dimmed the lights down. He turned around and he looked at me. He goes, listen. The only reason I didn't finish you off just now for telling our secrets is because I like you. But yeah, we have a special place where we get all the stuff that actually tastes good. Why would we, the united people who work at restaurants and don't want to lose our customers by giving them our skill and our products federation why would we give you any information if we gave you all of our secrets and let you know about our secret products that we use that make all of our food taste better would you come back of course you wouldn't you wouldn't come back right you think it's a coincidence when you buy alcohol and you pour your own drinks at home? It doesn't taste as good as it does at the bar. <laughs> no, it's not a coincidence, punk. Because they're part of the bartenders who want their dumb drunk customers to come back. And so our, we make sure our drinks taste better than the crap we sell them. So their drunk behinds have to come back and pay us $10 for a drink foundation. Yes, both of our unions like to have long names. I don't know why. Why would we want you to have stuff as good as the stuff we make? No, punk. We want you guys to come back and spend too much money. We gotta eat too. Yeah. And I said, you didn't have to lock the door and dim the lights. I literally, the reason that we're having this conversation is because I just walked up to you and said, I think you have better products, which means I pretty much figured it out already. I mean, come on. Everybody says, hey, they must have better stuff. Everybody says that? Yeah. Oh, uh, I should probably open the door then. Yeah, you should. Right? Think about it. There's different grades on products. You've heard of consumer grade and professional grade. 
when you go to Lowe's or Home Depot and you buy the blower, does that blower look like the one that the professional is using? No, it does not, because his is better than yours. Does the hedge clipper look look like the one that the professionals use? Nope. Why? Theirs is professional grade and yours is consumer grade. You ever seen a police car that's the same make and model of the car you're driving? Hmm? Think you could outrun that car? No, you couldn't. Why? Because their car has a better engine and probably a bigger gas tank and more horsepower than your car because your car is just to drive you to work and to pick up the kids and to go to school and all of that crap. And their car is to pick up and run down criminals. You don't need that kind of horsepower that the cops need. You chasing down any drug dealers. You chasing down any People who rob banks, of course not, punk. You're just driving around like your regular self. You don't need that crap. Professional grade, consumer grade. So we now know that the professionals have better stuff than we do. It, it's just a fact. Think about it. You've probably all played some version of the major sports in, in your country, right? Overseas, the people that are listening to me, you've played football, what we call soccer here in the States. But are you as good as the people in the World Cup? No, you're kind of playing the same game. You're kicking a similar ball. You're running around, right? But guess what? They've got professional grade trainers and you got some guy that played three more games than you do who got picked as the coach because he won heads or tails. And also, they're just better athletes than you because they're not going to waste their time training you. You ain't going anywhere. Professional grade, consumer grade. Sorry. So we have to realize that there are levels to this. It's like there are levels to everything in life. Like your voice. Your voice is effective. Right? You can speak to other people and they understand what you're saying. No one is, for the most part, talking about how bad your voice is. Well, some of you, but not everybody, right? But let's be honest. Is your voice as smooth and silky as mine? Of course it isn't. Professional grade, a consumer grade. Are you as devastatingly ingenious and handsome and hilarious as I am? Ha <laughs> ha, nobody is. <laughs> See, that is professional grade delusion. <laughs> but there are levels to this, man. There are levels to this. So, so, you know, so what I'm saying to my friend is, of course, the food tastes better on in the restaurant because they got better stuff. And the person, all the person does is cook all day. Anything you do all day, every day with the pressure of doing it at a high level because you got to pay your bills by doing it. You're going to just be normally you're going to normally just be better than the average person. You just are. 
Think about something you do every day and then imagine someone who doesn't do it at all or doesn't do it at often trying to do your job. Maybe you work in a sales office and I've done sales. You know what it's like to have to cold call strangers in an office who do not want to talk to you and you realize you've got to figure out a way to get a certain number of these people to buy the product or service that you're selling because it's the difference between you eating and not eating and you know it. Now I was in the top five or 10 in the little office that I worked in back in the day. Also when the, in the big offices, I was in the top five or 10. Unfortunately, these cheap house about the curse, they didn't pay that much, but I needed the job at the time, but I was in the top five or top 10 all the time. But there were these people that were like the one, two and three. And they literally just kind of traded places. And even though I was in the top five a lot of the time, the difference between one, two, and three and me was way, it was a vast difference. I was good. These three fools, they were so much, they were so far ahead of everybody else in the office. They didn't even consider people competition. Even when I moved up to number four, they didn't, literally, they're one, two, and three, and I'm number four. They didn't think of me as competition because the difference between me and them was huge. They were salespeople. They wanted to be salespeople. They literally loved doing sales. It was like a puzzle to them. This person's giving me all these objections as to why they don't want to buy this product. And I got to figure out how to get this person. They went a lot further than I did. I would do three or four objections and then I'd realize I ain't got time for this crap because I know if I make enough phone calls, I'm going to get three or four sales every day. So I would make 150, 200, sometimes 300 phone calls or whatever. And these fools would make a fraction of the number of calls that I would make. Because they just kept working on people very smooth, right? You could see across the room in their body language where they were kind of leaned in, right? You could tell when they were really intensely working on the person. And then you could watch their body language melt down to relax. When they realized they figured out, oh, I think, I, you know, when you figure out, I think I know what I need to do, or what I need to say to this person to get this sale, right? And a lot of times you see them lean back in the chair and get the smile on their face because they got the sale. And then you'd also see them be real close to the sale. And, oh, it fell through. And you'd watch them. Oh, that look of defeat on their face. Oh, and then they go right on to the next phone call. That was the difference. They could take the crushing defeat, the rejection. They could take being on the phone with somebody for 24 minutes just to get a sale. And I'm not, and I knew I'm not doing that crap. I got stuff to do. I got other things to do. You know, I was a young man, but I was starting to do comedy at the time. And I'm like, I want to do comedy. I ain't trying to sell this crap. I don't give a crap about this crap. This is the fact that I'm, you know, my natural, you know, that you do comedy. You know how to make people laugh. You know how to charm people. So people literally, even if they're not going to buy anything, will want to stay on the phone talking to you. 
And I'm like, I ain't doing a free show for this jackass who's not even going to buy whatever. I forgot what I was selling at the time. I ain't got time for that crap. And I'd get rid of their punk behinds. But these fools would sit there and work and work and work on these people. And I knew that it was not in me to be as good a salesperson as these people. I knew it. And I also knew there wasn't much difference in my salary, whether if I was number five or if I was number 10. Now, once you get out of the top 10, then your salary, <laughs> you, you can see a salary difference. So there was no way I was getting out of the top 10 and I didn't. I was always in there. But I was like, man, if I'm number six, seven, eight or nine, I don't even really like this job. And just off a of natural ability, I can I'm automatically going to be in the top 15. And if I put some work into it, I'm going to be in the top 10. And I put in good, steady work. I'll be I'll always be four, five, six, seven or eight. And my salary really, there's really no real difference in my salary. These people are so far ahead of me and they're so dedicated and put in so much work. I'll never catch them. So what the hell am I doing? Now, keep in mind, this is a young version of myself. And I realized just like that blower that I was talking about, the one you buy that you get for yourself for $79, the blow to leave the 27 leaves off your car or from the front of your house. And the one that the person with that big gas tank on the back of it, right? He's blowing, he's blowing the leaves so hard. He, sorry, man, I accidentally pushed your car into the intersection. Why'd you do that? Why'd you push my car? Oh no, not me. This the blower I have. You got the professional grade blower, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> that was the difference between me and them. There's levels to this, my friend, and there's levels to everything, whether it be food products and in my case in there was sales there's levels to this so when you look at the things you want to do if it's something you like to do just make sure you do everything you can be everything you can do to try to be professional grade because if you're doing something you don't want to do you and i both know you're going to be at consumer grade and it's not going to work out for you so listen my friends you have just listened to a professional grade podcast from a professional grade comedian with a professional grade voice. And right now I'm rubbing my own buttocks. And this thing is professional grade. <laughs> this just got weird. <laughs> All right, folks, this is episode number 137. Thank you for coming back. Much love to everybody. If you're still listening to this podcast and you are, it means you like this podcast. No, you don't. You love it. So do me a favor, my friends. Recommend this podcast to everybody you know. Recommend it to your friends and family. Please rate and review this podcast. Five stars would be fantastic. Spread the word. Retweet. Reblog. Refacebook. I don't know. If you got somebody in your car, strap them down and make them listen to this podcast and tell them if they don't pull out their phone with their untied hand and subscribe to this podcast, you're not letting them out of the car. <laughs> That's going too far. Don't do that. But do tell people. <laughs> Much love to you all. I will see you again next time. You cool people. See you.